Welcome to track number 17 of Obligations of Christians to Use Means for the Conversion of the Heathen. Wow. You may be seated. Glory to God. How many do you have? 19? 18? 18? Then? The big three? Jesus and blind Bartimaeus? It's another story. That you can use. Not that you can use. It's not you can use. You are telling about what you know. Isn't it? Blind Bartimaeus. That's TV wonder. Yes. Blind from birth. Isn't it? Lying by the roadside. Waiting for Jesus. Then suddenly Jesus comes. People say, you got to. Shut up. But blind Bartimaeus continues to cry all the more. All the more. And then in the end, Jesus said, let him be brought to me. Wow. And he comes to Jesus. And Jesus asks him, what do you want? And he says, I want to see. It's a big one. And Jesus said, Receive thy sight. And blind Bartimaeus is seen. Hallelujah. And he followed Jesus in the way. So this is another wonderful story. Each of these can be used for witnessing and can be used for preaching for one hour. Yeah. If you listen to the, what, Serena, what is it called? The one with the Crusade, where is she? She's not here? What? The evangelist? Is that what it's called? Not the charisma, no, it's not. Evangelist? Audio? Okay. You, you hear all these messages. Then, the woman with the issue of blood... Is yet another one. The woman with the issue of blood. That is another story. We are talking about Jesus Christ. How he met the woman with the issue of blood. Every hospital has a gynecology department. Because although the women have just this womb, ovaries, and vagina, it has a whole lot of problems with it. Do you get it? Huh? Have I said something wrong? (laughs) And because of that, because of that, you find that um, women have their own peculiar issues. You'll be sitting by a woman, but you wouldn't know that she's bleeding. 
Yeah, even right now, you'd be surprised. <laughs> you are surprised I knew, isn't it? How many are surprised I knew about that? Yeah. So all these problems, you get it, exist in a woman's life. And Jesus came to heal all these things. Right? People cannot have a period, cannot have it regularly. It bleeds too much, bleeds too little. Takes shorter time, three days. Every 20 days, every 15 days, every 20 whatever days, 35 days. Sometimes 35, sometimes 21, sometimes 42, sometimes 17 days. Hey! Different, different problems to do with that place. What you are seeing as a diamond. What you are seeing as a diamond is just a laboratory specimen in some places. Yes. It's just a lab specimen that needs to be worked on. True. You may never know limited. But here comes Jesus. And here's a woman bleeding. Now when you bleed for a long time, you know, you start to have more problems than just bleeding. First of all, in those days where they were not selling pads, you can try to imagine the way they will be controlling this blood. Huh? What do you think they were using? Huh? What are they using? Corn. Cloth. Have they invented cloth at that time? Cotton. Yeah, they were wearing clothes. They have a cloth that they put there. Huh? They call the cloth red. Wow. Do you know that cloth? They sell it where? Pardon? They have a name for it in Ghana. What's the name? Bwe. Is it a special cloth that is sold? It's red. And it's sold. It's tight. <laughs> Wow. Bwe. 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 So, brothers and sisters. After you bleed for some time, do you know that blood has a smell? So sometimes if somebody's in a period and you are there, you can smell it. 
if you are perspicacious, if you know the scent. Yeah, I've smelled it many times. Yes. You think, you, you know, people think you are a fool. Like they think you don't know anything. Then you start to feel dizzy when the bleeding is too much. This woman, okay, you start to feel dizzy. Then she has, she start to causes of anemia, symptoms of anemia, dizziness, palpitations, easy fatigability, headaches. Somebody should pour water on this guy. (laughs) You are the first person to be pounded at this camp in the cold weather. So she will be having easy fatigability, dizziness, headaches, palpitations. Very good. Symptoms of anemia. Causes of anemia. Number one. (laughs) Types. Any suggestion? (laughs) Bleeding. Bleeding is one. In a woman, another one is hookworm. Yeah, where well, it's common. Anyway, so now she be feeling dizzy. Then she suffered many things of many physicians, like she had had many experiences with different herbalists and different people. When she goes to show this blood here, and the man's okay. We have to do something about it. We have to put something there. We have to put a a medicine there. We have to treat it. We have to wash it. We have to do this. I watch a film, documentary, not a film, real, a woman who was trying to have a baby and the herbalist or the person who was treating her was treating her by putting a snake into the vagina. Have you seen that documentary? Yeah. I saw them I saw the man doing it. Yes. It was a it was a documentary. And he had the snake. And the woman could not have a child. So he was treating her. So he had the snake and then he put it in. Yeah. Uh, yes, she was there. It's not what they said, what I saw it. It's what I what? What I saw it. You see so. She had suffered many things of many physicians. And then the next thing that comes with sickness that goes for a long time is financial problems. Tonight your financial problems are going because you are going to meet Jesus. And she when she had spent all that she had, 
and was nothing bettered. So financial problems, medical problems, psychological problems, suffered and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. For 12 years, then when she heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind him and touched his garment. One hour you can preach about this. Is it not a nice story to tell? And his blood has made me whole. Oh, it is Jesus. Yes, it is Jesus. It is Jesus. It's Jesus in my soul. song goes with this story because you have to know the songs which go with different stories in the Bible for I've touched the hem of his garment and his blood has made me whole hallelujah you are talking about Jesus you see we can't even finish this preaching Jesus is now going you see so as you talk about Jesus, you realize that the financial problems are also affected and solved. You see, there's no need to wake up and say, I'm going to teach economic planning. Financial and economic plan. Talk about Jesus. There is no way talking about Jesus will not touch your finances. It will. You can see at the camp, if I said that I was doing a marriage seminar, I wouldn't even have said the number of things that I say in the Makane. So many things. If I said I was doing career counseling, I would never say as many things that are even said in the Makane, in the camps. And so many things that are spoken about that will guide you. But as you do what you're talking about, Jesus Christ, look at the details. Financial problem. When she heard of Jesus, she said in herself, you see, that's faith. You believe and you speak. She said within herself, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. Then she came, go on, go on, Mr. Computer Man. She came behind him And she touched him and straight away the fountain of her blood was dried up. The fountain, the source of the problem. Yes, the source of the problem was dried up. This is a miracle that teaches you about the mechanism of healing miracles. You see, because you see here that the source of it. Then here you see she felt. This is where you now you are explaining that when it comes to miracles, you can actually feel 
Because when you are a faith person, you say, I'm not moved by what I see, what I feel. Hallelujah. I'm not moved by what I feel. Hallelujah. So it's like a, a man of faith is not moved by what he feels or what he doesn't feel. But here we see feeling. She felt in her body. And there are different kinds of feelings. Tonight you may feel one. Sometimes it's a wind. Sometimes it's a hand. Sometimes it's heat. Sometimes it's like you are being massaged, like a rubbing, a balm of Gilead. Many people describe that. And sometimes it's just a sudden feeling of a little strength. You feel strong or you feel like standing. You feel like depending on the testimonies we've heard. And she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately knowing in himself, those of you who say, I don't know, I don't feel. So you feel the presence of God. So how is it like to feel the presence? I don't really feel it. Jesus knew in himself that virtue had gone out, turned him about in the presence, said, who touched my clothes? And his disciples, who had no feelings, no feeling of the presence, said, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and how seest thou who touched thee? So you see, there are people, no matter the power that is flowing around, they are not feeling it. Especially ashes. That's why I say, ashes, you will backslide if you don't sit down. Also concentrate on the service. You will backslide. Are you listening to me? And his disciples said unto him, Thou, thou seest the, the crowd thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? Wow. And he looked around to see her that had done this thing. She came fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, and fell down before him and told him all the truth. Wow. And he said unto her, Daughter. You see, there's a difference between daughter and woman. May you be called daughter rather than woman. Daughter is smaller, humbler, flowing, woman, stricter, more reserved with spectacles and eyes looking at you through the side. Most people would rather meet a younger a younger lady than an older older one. Like if you go to the hospital and you see a nurse and you see an obuntia elderly mogul matron sitting there. Yes. You say what? Oh, you see a little girl called Vida sitting there. Hi, what's your name? Vida. Oh, oh, Vida. I want to say, oh, Boko. Okay, you know something. What do you want to? I need to. So, oh, no problem. We can be so flowing. The metro? Yes. Listen. Uh, no, where's your card? We don't have a card here. Go to the other block for your card. That's it. Eyes and attitudes and women. Women's. I said women's. Try to remain sweet. Oh. 
You are hurting yourself. You see, that's why nobody hugs you. At a certain point, nobody will even hug you. Hi. It's like Charlie. You are afraid. Super strict. Bottle bitter widow. Bitterness of life has made you more some way. How many would prefer to meet a younger girl or an older lady? Which one prefer the prefer the younger one? So why don't you decide to stay on the younger side? No matter how old you get and how big you become. Oh yes. When you become fatter and bigger and you are not able to control it, you must turn instead of into a bitter widow, into a jolly plump. I said into a jolly plump lady. Jolly plump. Tell somebody I will will be a jolly plump. (laughs) Jolly plump. Yeah. Yes. A jolly plump. Friendly. Flowing person. Rather than a bitter widow. With an attitude and a certain estrogenic feeling. Tell somebody I will be a jolly plump. If at all, I will be jolly plump. One pastor was telling me about, he said, I had a jolly plump lady looking after my children for me. Yeah. Yeah, jolly plump lady. Jolly plump lady looking after my children. She's such a nice lady, he said. Looking after the children and always caring. Until the wife didn't like her again. The jolly plump was gone. But Telebita widow sack jolly plump. (laughs) Woman's. Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. May you be called daughter rather than angry woman. Go in peace and behold. The word there is sozo. Sozo. It includes all type of benefits. It means salvation. Yes. Most of the time when you check the word Whole, heal, is sozo, and it means salvation. 
It's translated salvation sometimes. It's translated healing sometimes. Whole. It's a beautiful word. Sozo. Be sozo. It says overall healing. Financial healing. Marital healing. Emotional healing. Temperamental healing. Attitudinal healing. Psychological healing. Familiar healing. Patriotic healing. Receive it in Jesus' name. Tonight, all gynecological... Whatever causes you to bleed like this woman is healed tonight in Jesus' name. It's interesting that the Bible goes through the departments. You would think somebody selected these stories to, to make things up. And these are things still not cured. Still. No matter the medicine, you see somebody come now. My period is every 18 days. My period is 28 days today, 42 tomorrow, 70 days. It doesn't come for the whole year. It comes once. Yeah. Yes, once a year, period. Two years, no period. You are not pregnant. Jesus comes along. When you can sit down and explain, you know, let's do this on campus, eh? Let's tell people stories about Jesus like and that is what he did. Then he did this, then he did this, then he did this, then he did this. We are bearing witness of Jesus. And the story has so many ramifications. And the last one is Lazarus. Four days dead in the grave. No, it's not Lazarus. It's Jairus and his daughter. Yeah. Stories are a lot. But Lazarus, four days dead, he came. When he came, Martha and Mary, he had his two friends. Martha and Mary. May you be a friend of the man of God. Town of Mary and her sister Martha. Verse 2. And it was Mary which the Lord anointed the Lord with ointment. And wiped his feet with her hair. Whose brother Lazarus was sick. You see we have HLs. LLs. And NLs. And TLs. But Mary. Was an HL. Yeah. Because she showed Jesus. That she loved him. She was an HL. Do you think this Mary was the only person whom Jesus had touched or healed? No, but she, she managed to demonstrate to Jesus in a way that Jesus himself felt it. That Charlie, I like you, pa. I love you, pa. Apart from the plenty words, he, he are corn in the ointment with the betray and the special in the smash it like that. Wow. May you manage to show your love. I say, may you manage to show your love. And you see, when you show your love, when there is no particular thing that you need, when you need something and you ask, it's not odd. But if all your love is asking for something, then we see that your love is not. So this one, the love was already established before 
his sister sent to Jesus. Yes. So try to manage to show your love before a time of need arrives. During that time of need, you may be trying to show love. Say, oh, hello. So, so, sometimes that's something when they call, you even wonder why they are called. Hello. So you are waiting to hear what is the issue. What, 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 what? You are waiting to hear what the issue is. Because you don't call. True or not true? Are you high lovers or low lovers or no lovers? Is that what your husband experiences or your wife experiences? Are you experiencing high love or low love or no love or twisted love? Huh? When I was in a relationship, my beloved would make stew and bring the stew to Kolebu. What? Stew, special stew with fancy tasting elements. Yes. Yes, HL. I was feeling it. Some of you, there is no show at all. And myself and Dr. Nosh, we will eat those stews. Yes, the two of us. We're next door, we'll eat all the stews. Yes. Powerful. He's still paying for those stews <laughs> up till today. <laughs> yes, his sister sent to him say, Lord, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God. What's verse 3? Yeah, okay, verse 5. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Wow. May you be loved by the man of God. You see, not everybody is the same. Jesus had 500 people who witnessed the resurrection. 120 who were in the upper room. Then he had 40 people that he sent out. 70 that he sent out. Then he had 12 disciples. Then out of the 12, he had 3 that he took the Mount of Transfiguration. Then out of the 3, he had John who claimed that he was the one whom Jesus loved. And Peter who claimed that he was the rock upon which the thing should be. You know, between the two of them, they were having these issues. Yes. So within the love parameters, we have groupings. May you be selected among the highest grouping. Whatever keeps you at the lowest ranking is taken away today. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. There is love without sex. Otherwise, this verse means to you whose minds are not pure 
that Jesus and Numia AI Mary Martha AI is Mammy AI Ke Lazarus a homosexual one too. It's too bad. It's too bad. It's too bad. Verse 6. When he heard therefore that he was sick, he had about two more days. Verse 7. After that, he said to the disciples, let's go into Judea. Wow. When we go to Israel. You'll understand it better. Because when you see where Jerusalem is, like Jamestown, there is a road, and the road goes down, and it comes down to Jericho. And after Jericho, did I say Jericho? Yeah, Jericho. And after that is the Jordan River, all the way up. So it's like Jerusalem and then Judea. It's just outside. Do you understand? Yeah. Let's go into Judea. And his disciples said, Master, the Jews of Lake sought to stone thee. Next one. Jesus answered, Are there not 12 hours? Verse 10. Verse 11. This thing said he, after that he said unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go, that I may awake him out of his sleep. Never think that a leader is a fool and that he doesn't know what he's doing. Sometimes people think, why why you do that? Why don't you do that? Why do you do that? He knows what he's doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I want to, the first time I raised the dead, they said she was sleeping. So I waited. You see, three times Jesus raised the dead. The first one was Jairus' daughter. He was in the house. There was no funeral. He just, she died. He came there. On the way, they told him, your daughter is dead. He came, he raised her. People said she was sleeping. So the next time he decided to wait for funeral itself. So this time the certain one city of name, they were on the funeral, they were going. And so he raised that one too. And that one too, there were some comments. So this one, he said that let them be buried well for some time. Then I can come on the scene and then do the raising so that you see the differences. So all the three stories of the raising of dead are in levels. And the Lazarus one is the highest. They buried him. Cry. Yes. What a Jesus. Verse 13. Verse 14. 15. I am glad for your sake that I was not there. To the intent that you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go. I'm glad. So that you may, you see, if you are with somebody, you can easily not believe the person. Like everything that happens, you give an explanation. So Jesus said, I'm glad for your sake that I was not there. So that you believe. I mean, like, I want you to believe in me. You know, I want you to have faith. Sometimes a pastor longs for his people to have faith in him, what he is, the anointing that is on him. Because you can sometimes see that people are suffering because they don't have faith and they cannot and do not receive what they could have received from the man. So he longs for them to believe. He longs sometimes for something to happen for them to believe that what he said is true. 
So he said, I was glad that you, you, you I'm glad so that you will believe. Let's go. Let's go. Go and look at something. Verse 16. Uh, we are going. Let's so that we shall die with him. Verse 17. And when Jesus came, he found that they had lain in the grave four days already had passed. Day one in the grave, day two in the grave, day three in the grave. Day four days already in the grave, already. So now we are on day five. Very dead. Wow. Are you ready to clap for Jesus? 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 Now Bethany was nine unto Jerusalem. Verse 19. Many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Oh. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Hey, Martha. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou had been here, my brother had not died. But I know that anyway, now whatever you ask of God, he will give it to you. Jesus said to her, thy brother shall rise again. Martha said, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. You know, this very big verse, it was a personal discussion between him and Martha. This big foundational scripture that we are all standing on, it was something he was talking to Martha. He was saying, look, I'm the resurrection and the life, you know. Yeah. I'm the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, although he were dead, yet shall he live. Whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this matter? Now the way, you see, he was talking to her that way because if you remember, who is the one doing the food? Yeah, she was not there for most of the scriptures. And so he was giving a lot of scriptures. She missed most of the scriptures. So he had to give her the rundown. Yes. She said that to Lord, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, we should come into the world. Jesus and Martha, just scriptures, solid scripture. She was not into the word. When she had said so, she went away and called Mary, her sister, secretly, saying, The master is come and calleth for thee. So he told Martha, Call Mary, call Mary, call Mary, tell Mary to come. Tell Mary that I'm here. Tell Mary that I I said she should meet me at the back there. I want to see her. Tell Mary, just tell her that I'm here. As soon as she heard, she rose quickly and came to him. Wow. Now, Jesus was not yet coming to the town, but he was in that place where Martha met him outside. You know, when he met Martha, he told her, go and tell Mary that I'm, I'm around. She should come out. And Mary came out. Then the Jews which were there in the house comforted her. And when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out. They followed her saying that she goeth unto the grave to weep there. Because people go to graves to weep and scrape the scrape the top of the grave. Yes. So let's go and comfort her and hold her so that she doesn't even die in the grave. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was, she saw him. I like her flow, you know. I, I think I prefer Mary's flow to Martha's flow. She fell down at his feet. Jesus. Wow. 
if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. Wow. And to Mary, no scriptures. Just a flow. Feelings. He just started crying. When he saw Mary, what Mary said, he just started crying. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and Jesus also weeping, he groaned. He was troubled. He was moved. Also, Mary didn't tell her any of those plenty scriptures that he was giving to Martha. Just flowing. Wow. Where? He just whispered to Martha. Martha. Where is the cemetery? Where is the cemetery? Cemetery? Yeah. Where is the cemetery? I want to I go to the cemetery. Jesus wept. <laughs> Be somebody that your pastor has feelings for, not just scriptures. Yes. You can be somebody, the way you relate, there's no feeling for you. You see, like Martha, mostly scriptures. Mary crying and feelings. You know, I heard this from Regina. I listened to Regina speaking about Mary and Martha and Jesus. He said it. He said, he said, Martha, just scriptures. Mary, feelings. Yeah, I learned it from him. You think I'm the one saying it? You know, I don't know how you are thinking. Then said the Jews, behold how he loved him. Wow. Some people only know one scripture, and Jesus wept. John 11 35. <laughs> Then some of the people said, could this man, now this, you know, this, the book of John is John's contribution to the testimony of Jesus. That is why everybody should do his part. Because you see, in the case of John, he writes the details of the conversations and the details of what happened. Unlike Matthew, he didn't write much like that. And Luke and John, Matthew, Mark, Matthew, um, uh, Mark and Luke. And they seem to, some of them seem to have copied from each other. And just So let me just copy what this guy said. Added one or two. There are one or two in Luke that are nowhere. You know, like prodigal son, uh, uh, um, the rich man who went to hell and is nowhere. But there's a lot similar. It's like, oh yeah, this is a story of this. And just added it. Try to do your ministry. If John hadn't done these things, we didn't know them. We wouldn't know them. John took details. And John had only four miracles in the whole book of John. Only four. The man by the pool of Bethesda, the blind man, Lazarus, and the nobleman's son. You have to know the 21 miracles by heart and where you can find them. Like where it is in Matthew, where it is in Luke. Like Mark 5 has a series of miracles. Mark 5, series of going. Then Luke 7, Matthew 8. All right? Verse 38. Jesus, therefore, again, groaning himself, coming to the grave. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. When I was in Israel, they took me to one of those excavated graves. What it is is that it's a hole like this round, and there is a stone that rolls. Like the stone is like a tire. So it's, it's round like a tire, and this roll in front of it. And they put the people inside there. You know, it's like you can just go inside. You, you can't really go in. You know, in Ghana, 
we have like the cemetery you bury down, but we have houses like around um, the shortcut. No, what is that? Is it Bubuashi? Yeah, there's a place, there's a mausoleum. You see a house there, and I think you go inside. Yeah, I think there are shanty chiefs and so on. I don't think they are buried. They are, they, I think they either sit down or they have a room where you stay. But anyway, let us say that it was just even a normal grave. When Jesus got there, then he said, um, are there some young men around? Yeah, get a two pickaxe, pickaxe and shovel and come. Two pickaxe and shovel. Okay, now come back, come back, pickaxe. Uh, where, 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 where is she there? Yes, one Mr. Lucas. Yes, one Mr. whatever. Yes, this uh, Lazarus. Dig this one. Five days. Today is Friday. Five days ago. Aha. Have you reached that? Bring it out. Bring out the body. Bring out the body. Remember in those days, yeah, put the body on the ground. And everyone, and remember they said, he said, by this time he stinketh. Because they didn't have uh, embalming, whatnot. So it just goes through. That's why they bury you quickly. Yeah, like in the rural areas and so on, there's no fridge. There's no light. There's nothing. So you, you die and you bury. If you die now, you, you have to be buried quickly. He has been dead four days. Jesus said, did I not say? And they put the body on the floor. Smelling. Wrapped in bandages. Does everybody have a different way of handling the dead? If you know, like when somebody somebody dies, the arms become like this. So sometimes they break the arms. They break the, the hands to straighten it. So that it can go into the coffin. Yes. Sometimes the people are so tall that they don't fit into the coffin. I know one pastor, he was so tall that his legs were coming out. So it was a big thing because there was no coffin that he was able to go in. I knew him personally. And his wife was like, had to break the legs or do something. It was another whole something. All kinds of things are done to the bodies. Yeah. The mummies. What they did was that they cut open and took out all the intestines and everything, took it out. And then they filled with something else to preserve it. The bodies. So I don't know how they treated Martha. So now Martha's body was lying on the floor. Lazarus. Lazarus was lying on the floor. Few people in the world are called Lazarus, you know, because of this uh, type of thing. <laughs> the one who went, <laughs> the poor man, and all this. It's not common to be called Lazarus. Wow! And then what happened? And then he 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 he, he prayed. Jesus laughed. His eyes Tada! I thank thee. As he was standing with a dead body. I thank thee. That thou hast heard me. 
You see, like, if it doesn't work, it will really be some way. You get what I'm saying? The digging, moving of the body, Mary, Martha, her friends. Huh? I knew that thou hearest me always, but because of the people which stand by, I said that they might believe that thou hast sent me. And when he had that spoken, he cried with a loud voice. Lazarus! Lazarus! He was shouting. He started shouting. He changed suddenly. Because he he was now coming to minister. He had been talking quietly to Martha, crying a bit here, doing this. But now it was time to minister. They brought the word. It was time to minister. He cried with a loud Lazarus! Lazarus! Come forth! He prayed coolly to God, talked coolly to cried to Mary, spoke a lot of scriptures to Martha. But when it came to the dead, his voice changed, his features changed. I see you changing as you minister. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes. And his face was bound about with a napkin like this. Come. His face was bound like this. Loose him and let him go. Lazarus! <laughs> that many of the Jews which came to Mary and had seen these things which Jesus did believed on him. Wow. And some of them went their ways to the Pharisees and told them what things Jesus had done. TV3. <laughs> Verse 47. Then gathered the priests and the Pharisees a council and said, What do we? For this man doeth many miracles. Hey! You see, some people will never believe, no matter the miracle. If we let him alone, all men will believe on him. And the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. Ah, look at what they are saying now. That is why God doesn't do miracles sometimes. Because whether he does the miracle or not, you will not believe. Yes. Thank you, Lazarus and your two sisters. (laughs) Wow. Is it fantastic? Is it amazing? How many love Jesus? How many love Jesus? How many miracles do you have? How many stories do you have? 21, huh? 
I told you there were 21. Hmm. So now, we are continuing to witness. So number 22. You have to talk about how God commended his love. That is the next way to witness. Number 22. Talking about how God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Can you talk about it for one hour? If you can't, you can't witness. Amen. Wow. A Christian must be able to talk about this. Commended his love to us in that while we were yes in his Christ died for us. Because scarcely would a man die for eh? a righteous man, but a bad man. Wow. Twenty-three. You must be able to talk about greater love. John 15, verse 12 to 14. Greater love has no man than this, that a man should lay down his life. I'm talking about witnessing. Like a born-again Christian, your duty, your obligation is to be a witness. So now, apart from the things that Jesus did, we, you must be able to speak about his love. Because his love is so wonderful that it touches people. And when people are touched by this love, they are so changed because of his great love. And his love that he has is so wonderful that it changes people. I think one of the greatest things that changes people is the love of God. Yes. God's outstretched hand. Greater love. And there are many different kinds of love. And if you have had the privilege of being in different kinds of relationships with different people, you will know that there are greater loves and lesser loves. How many here have had a number of relationships, boyfriends, a number of girlfriends? Raise your hand if you have had a number of boyfriends and girlfriends. Raise your hand so that I can call you to give us a testimony. When you have had only one relationship, you cannot understand this message. 
very well. When he says, greater love, greater love has no man than this. When you've had only one relationship, you will, you will not really understand it. But when you have had successfully had more than one relationship, why, why are you laughing? I don't understand what I'm, what I'm saying that is funny. No, because some of the relationship maybe just two weeks and then it's over. But maybe you had a relationship. This one was two years. Then another one was another two years. Another one was another two years. Another one was two years. And for the eight years that you know four girls. Are you enjoying the types of love? And I assure you are going to share your testimony. Are you ready to share your testimony? Ask your neighbor, are you the one going to share your testimony? The testimony of Jesus. Ask your neighbor, are you the one going to share your testimony? Or you are hiding your testimony. No, you see, you see, you should be able to freely share your testimony. When you are preaching, the power in your message comes from your personal life. Do you see? Uh-huh. You can't always be sharing and talking about somebody's story. When Bishop Doug was in the medical school, the power of God, and when Archbishop was a young man, and when Esther, no. When will you also tell your own story? (laughs) You should be able to say, when I was 12 years old. When I was 17 years old. There was a time in my life I had seven boyfriends at the same time. Now, you see, you see, wait, look, wait, 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 wait. You see, based on, based on how bad you were or how serious your situation was and how God has been able to take you from that side, it makes your message more powerful than an SU girl who pray? Who has been praying from age five, five years old? Because there are some girls who got born again when they were five years, eight years, seven years, six years. Do you see? And people want stories they can relate with. That is one of the reasons why sometimes God allows you to go very far 
Aha. He makes you go. Ah. Then he uses his long hand to arrest you. So when you come, the stories you have, you know. You see, so so when you come, when you come like that, and you want to be, I mean, diplomatic. You are using a nice perfume, nice hair, looking good. Every day you are looking at. Meanwhile, you know that you came from a septic tank. When will we know the day you came from the septic tank? Ask your neighbor, when will you tell your story? The posing is too much. It's too much. And no, listen, listen, listen. How many of you are believing God to become pastors? Pastors, preachers. Now, if that is your mind, eh, then you must move away from the behavior of hiding your past and your stories. Yeah, we need your stories. We need your stories, oh. You see, the stories in the Bible, eh, they are not complete without your testimony also. Because it is not only Peter's mother-in-law who must testify. You also have a testimony. And you, you shall receive power. You, you will receive power. After the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And you will be a witness. Oh, you don't understand the English language. Acts 1.8. And you cannot be a witness and come to court and share about. A friend is saying. Peter's mother-in-law's sickness. When will we also hear of your fever? Because some of you, your fever was really high fever. Very high fever. I mean, when your things come, nobody can control you. And by the grace of God, Jesus' power has brought down your fever. You should say it. If you are not ready to tell your story, so, so, when Bishop comes, I expect to see 10 ladies here. And 14 boys here. Yeah. That is a testimony you want to hear. Tell your neighbor you are also a witness. Oh. No, listen, 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 listen. It is very true that some people just don't want to share their story. It's like they want to present always a good face, a nice girl, you know, like you are are a good person, you are a holy child. You are a holy child of God. You are a good brother. You know, you've not done any bad things. So, 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 so then, what were you saved from? Ask your friend, what were you saved from? As you are here, very nice. Looking very holy. 
Like that boy who was brought by the lady to my office. The lady said, this guy owes me money. You won't believe it. So I said, but is it my office you are coming to uh, collect your debts? Then she said, no, Bishop, it's not an ordinary, normal money. A year ago, he impregnated me and asked me to use my money to pay for the abortion. And I've been waiting for the money. It has not come. Now, see, this brother now, if, if he pays the money and he's a pastor, he should be able to say that one day, one day, I owed money. Don't you think this story is going to be a very... I mean, can you imagine you are at a crusade and you are telling your story of how you owed money. And now you go into explaining what type of money. How? I mean, anybody there who has done abortion before will lift their hand and say, no, I can relate to this pastor's story. Oh, yes. Because, you, you see, when you say fever, if you want to say fever, in Ghana, something fever is malaria, fever is headache. So, when you are using Peter's mother's story to talk about, I mean, they will not understand what fever is. But when you tell your own story, that there was a time when, when you see a boy, then your, your, I mean, your skin begins to tangle. That is your fever. I see you sharing your own testimony. Tell your neighbor, don't hide your story. Don't hide it. You see, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Sit down, sit down. God, listen, some people, listen, some people didn't drink beer. Didn't go to nightclub. They are born again. Preaching powerfully. We love them. But you, your story is that you used to drink every type of liquid. One of my shepherds said they used to mix up in time with whiskey. <laughs> yes. It's a, a, a teaspoon of tapping time and a certain amount of whiskey and they will some, some wow. So I mean when you take one thought, you just go off straight. Why won't you share that story? So tell your neighbor that you are also a witness. Say, we need your story. When you come to court, it is your story, what you have seen, what you have experienced, what you have done, what you have felt, and how the power of God has taken you out. So, I believe that we are going to hear Testimonies. Are the ladies ready? No, we are going to get 10 sisters and 14 brothers. Then we will choose who will share the testimony. So, are you ready to share the testimonies? The ladies must come first. We need ladies to come and tell us. There is no shame. There is no shame. 
there is no shame. And as we are waiting for the ladies, the guys also must come with the testimony. We are waiting for you. Come. The ladies, just ask them to come. Yes. One. Yes. Two. Three. Okay, okay. Four. All right. It's okay. Now we need how many? One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, we need five ladies. Look, look, look. Sisters, clap your hand for the first sister. Hey! I mean, there was a time you had four boyfriends at the same time. We need to know about it. We need to hear it. Oh? One, two, three. Are you a girl? Yes. All right. Clap your hands for Jesus. Bishop, can we take the testimonies? All right. So, a guy first. Yes. Uh, more. Michael. Two minutes. Hello. Um, my name is Michael Moore. S- sit down. Should it go up? Ladies first. Ah, normally we say ladies first, actually. So you wait. You will come to you. If there's time, we'll come to you. Ladies first. Hallelujah. Please, my name is MFA and... Go, go up, all of you. Go up. Just up a little. Up. Just one step. And um, just before Bishop went out, he was asking if we had experienced different levels of love. And um, for me, I have been in two relationships. And um, the first one was about 11 months. And the second one was, um, the second one was in two phases. The first phase was about. (laughs) Keep quiet and let us share the testimonies. Yes, tell us the faces. The first one, the first um, phase was about 14 months, and then we broke up, and then a couple of months later, um, we got back together for another couple of months before we ended it. So for the first relationship, um, I think that um, I loved him less than he loved me. He was the one always paying attention to me, calling me, um, text messages, phone calls, birthday gifts. He would come and pick me up from work. Um, when I completed SS, before we, I came to uni, um, I was working part-time somewhere, so he would come to my workplace when I closed, or maybe in the middle of the day, he would come, and get me, he would come over to my workplace and get me lunch or something. So let's just say that he, he was an A1 brother. But um, when I got into university, I don't know what happened to me. I just lost interest. So I broke up with him. And I didn't really give him any reason why. I just said I wanted out. And he agreed. And then a couple of months later, I, I started going out with another person. He had been my friend when 
I was going out with the first brother. Keep quiet. Sit down. So, um, we started going out, and, but then I realized that for this second relationship, it was like I was the one doing all the work this time around. I will be the one to call. I'll call many, many, many times. He will not pick up. Um, I remember on his birthday, I called him. Normally, it's like I take birthdays very seriously. So on his birthday, I wanted to be the first person to call him. So I called at midnight. And then when I called, I realized like he was hanging out with his friends. And I could hear a female voice in the background. I'm like, ah, who are you hanging out with at this time of night? It's like, it's midnight. And there's a, there's a girl. And he, he was like, oh, it's just that he mentioned the lady's name. And I happened to know the lady. And I don't know, but I always had a feeling that the girl liked him. But I wasn't sure. So... So I called and I was like, oh, I'm calling to wish you happy birthday. And he was like, you know what, I'll call you back in like, I'll call you back. Then he hung up and that was it. The rest of the day, I didn't hear from him. I tried calling him the entire time. So that basically that's what it was, no attention. And I had just come to school then. So at a point, whenever someone asked me, oh, do you have a beloved? Are you going out? Do you have a boyfriend? I didn't know whether to say yes or no because it was some way. And so finally... Um, the, my birthday came and he forgot my birthday. So, um, a week later, um, he called me and I think he tried apologizing at that point. I just had enough and I, I, so he, I, I told him, well, we need to settle this because I really don't know what's going on. Then he asked me if he, he told me I shouldn't put words in his mouth. And I shouldn't force him to say what he doesn't want to say. And I was like, well, he will have to say it. So we broke up. But then a couple of months later, he came back, apologized. And I decided to give him another chance because I really liked him. But So wow. I did. But then it didn't, it didn't work. After a couple of months, it didn't work. So I broke it off completely and then that was it. Wow. <laughs> Charlie. So you are healed now, eh? Yes, Beautiful. Beautiful. Share your testimony. Two minutes. Okay. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is... Wait, wait. So you experienced a greater love and a lesser love. Yes, yes, Bishop. Which one was a greater love? The first one. Was greater love. Yes, Bishop. And the second one was what? Very, very, very low <laughs> love. Lesser love. Yes, Bishop. You experience greater love and lesser love. Yes, Bishop. So when you are preaching about greater love, you can give a testimony. Yes. True or not true? True. Yeah. Next time we see an A1. Onapo. 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 It's called Onapos. <laughs> Next, uh, my name is Afiba Aja. Um, my testimony is um, okay. Last week, um, a few friends at work, <laughs> sorry, they were having a kind of girls' girls' talk, and they were um, trying to count how many boys they have 
Um, no. <laughs> How many boys they have? Um, How many boys they have um, dated? How many boys they have had crashes on and they have, the boys have also had crashes back? And how many boys have, they have phased out with us in like two months, one month, like it didn't really last. And in the long run, I ended up having the highest score. And then I realized that, <laughs> I realized that it is a real blessing that today, as I as in my life today, is, is a real different life from what I have come from. Um, when it comes to the, like thinking about which one of them was the greatest, I would say, I would say the first. Um, the first as of now is... No, no. Tell us about the greater love. The What's greater different love. between okay. the greater love? Okay. The greater love... What is it like? Um, we were, we were friends in the beginning. We, we went, we had finished school and we were friends and I never knew he actually liked me. Then we went to SS and then we lost, he was in Takrade and I was in Accra. And then, and then I was home after SS and then I received a call and it was him and he was, he was like he had been looking for my number because at that time we didn't have phones, um. We didn't have phones, as in, like, so. Um, we so started, what are the characteristics, quickly? Um, he was, he was caring. It's like, he really told me, he remembered a lot of things from the, like, from our days when we were friends. And we had a true connection. I think we could talk for a very long time. We could communicate on various levels. Elements of love. Elements of love. <laughs> yes, and, I don't know, we, we shared. What the, about the other lesser loves? Oh, the, the lesser loves, they, some of them they didn't really show me the attention I thought they, and some of them were over, they like, they domineering, like, um, they want control. I, I don't, I didn't really like the control. <laughs> like, they wanted all, only, all me, that kind, I, I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> They didn't, they didn't give their all. It didn't seem like they were giving their all, but they wanted all. They were not giving their all. But they wanted, yeah. Wow, they wanted all of you. Okay, next. Okay, please, some blessing. Okay. <laughs> As I'm standing here, he... Quiet, sit down. I can't even imagine the fact that I'm in a camp. <laughs> okay, I'm from a Muslim home actually. And <laughs> like sometimes when I remember how I was in that thing. 
Well, what thing is that? What thing is that? Sit down and listen. Abba. Like, like, when Bishop was preaching and everything, praying, like I was wondering, by now, wait, it's one. Maybe I would have been wearing some veil. No, I would have been wearing some abaya, going to the mosque, going to pray somewhere. But like, I look at myself and I look at the surroundings and I watch. No, is this me? I really entered into the Islam, whatever. And I have this gift of writing. I started writing blasphemies against Jesus. Like somebody who has come to the world, a person like me, you see, you're saying he's God. There are like sometimes when you don't really have that wisdom, then you read that well, you won't understand it well. So you draw your own conclusions. And so I was using some Bible verses and things to write some things about Jesus. But then one day this girl walked up to me. Hey, she preached to me. I don't know how I come, but I listened. The next day she came. She preached. I listened. I don't know how, but the next time I was on her bed, please, I want to listen to the word of God. The next time I realized I was reading the Bible, not to get some verses to write about, oh. I started understanding the things I'm reading. God has done too much for me. And then one time I was listening to podcasts, Bishop was preaching and he was like, if you want to accept Christ, like, come forward. So he actually said the words. So through the tip, like I was sitting on my bed through my phone, I also recited, oh, Abi is also, I. <laughs> so he said, he would talk, Muta, I'll say on my bed. And I accepted Christ and I told God, God, you know the home I'm coming from. It's not easy. I know the risk I'm taking. God, you know I could be disowned. You know my education could be spoiled, but it doesn't matter to me. Right now, all I know is that I've, I, I, I know I'm in something. Right now, I can call myself a Christian. Right now, you are the only one I need. You have experienced a greater love. A greater love. And so I want to lead on God for his love. Because he has brought me far, very far. And I just can't imagine it. I can't imagine that I'm this person. Wow. She has experienced a greater love. Wow. Clap your hands for this wonderful, powerful testimony. Next. Yes. Um, <laughs> Have you had more than one relationship? Yeah. Number of relationships? I've had a lot of relationships. A lot of relationships? Uh, the issue is that most of the times when my friends see, like all my friends I walk out with, they hardly know that maybe I'm dating, so I don't actually tell people that I'm dating. But <laughs> 
what I found out, like, in all my relationships, because when I'm into a relationship, I give out all, like, all my love. But I found out that. What is all? Like, the what? higher love. Like, I'm always the one who is the, call, the person that will call. I call, I, I can call, the, like, I can call him for, like, I can't even count it in a day, like, just to find out how he's doing on all those things. But in return, he doesn't call, like, it's as if I'm disturbing. And I'm this kind of person that when I call you and you don't respond, I feel as if it seems I'm disturbing or I'm worrying you a lot. So I kind of, I feel so sad and everything. Like, it really disturbed, disturbed me because, but to cut the story short, because, like, now I don't even know. My mind is no more there. Like I just kept that aside because it was really destroying, destroying me in a way. And since I came to the church, I actually felt that greater love because most of the times when I look at myself, I say, wow, because I know what I have done in the past. A lot of nasty things. <laughs> and when I find myself in church doing things for God, I'll say, wow, like God has really showed me that love. Wow, great Allah. Hallelujah. I, I just want to say that God has been good to me. And I, I feel his is the greatest of all loves. Because um, when I look at myself, I'm standing here and I know that God has just been good. He's been kind to me. Because things I used to do. Okay, at, at a very young age, I was exposed to pornography. And when, when everybody left the house, I would go to my auntie's room and take her tapes and then just watch one and then leave. And then I realized as the days went by, I was craving for more. I didn't just want to watch one tape. I wanted to watch more of those tapes. And then at a point, I wasn't satisfied with just tapes. I wanted to do something. And so it moved from just watching one to watching two to the real masturbation. But God has shown me kindness today, and he's forgiven me for all those things, and he's given me a chance to serve him. I think that's the greatest love of all. Thank you. Okay, hallelujah. I'm Madri, but most of my friends here call me MJ. <laughs> okay, in the, in the past, I've had three serious relationships. As I, the first one, my first relationship was after secondary school. I was on my way, I took an attachment. It was there greater and lesser, just that? Yes, greater and lesser. How many were lesser and how many were greater? Okay, there was one greater and then the two were two lesser. lesser. <laughs> what are the characteristics of the lesser one? 
Okay, the characteristic of the letter one, he didn't want me to know his friends. And he doesn't call. He doesn't wish you happy birthday. He doesn't say anything. There was the sec- that was the first one. With the first one, I didn't even know his house. But I felt it was cool because I didn't want to indulge in sex, in sex or any sexual relations with him. So I was okay. So I met the second one. He was, even though his is also a letter, I felt it was, I, that was when I realized that, no, there's a difference because he used to call a lot. He's always interested. It was a distance relationship. He used to call a lot to the extent that recently I was telling my film stars before that I had, I traveled all the way to Sunyani to go and see him. I was on campus then and nobody knew I was traveling in my world. I was the only one who knew that I was traveling to Sunyani to go and see this guy that was head over heels in love with. But that one didn't work because when I got there, he wanted me to indulge and I didn't want to. So I came back very broken hearted and I cried for a month. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the third one, <laughs> the third one was the third past relationship I had. That was the greatest love. <laughs> the current one is also great. So I, that's my beloved now. <laughs> But the, talking about the past one, he called all the time. He was always around. He will come to campus. He will come and he, when he closes from work, he will come and sit with me, and we can sit down chatting till five a.m. And he will go. He was. If I say I'm hungry, we just drive out. If I want to go home, he'll come. He'll drive. I remember one time I was just there and then i was telling him that oh our taps we're talking on phone and i was like our taps are not flowing on campus and i don't even have sachet water he was it was working hours so after a couple of hours i had a knock on my door and then i opened he was holding two bags of water like that He was holding two bags of water. I mean, he was so amazing. If I'm sick, he'll come and take me home and all that. But the reason why we had to break up was that um, he wasn't, he was an unbeliever. Even though we weren't indulging and all that, he was very good to me. And, and he was very insecure because we weren't having sexual relationships. He felt like perhaps, why am I not having, because he's an unbeliever. His parents, I felt his friends were telling him that one time he told me that his mom told him if a girl is not willing to have sex with you, it means that um, there is somebody else. So he was <laughs> very insecure and he was, because of that, he was very argumentative. He calls me and I go like, oh, I'm just going to the night market to get food. And he goes like, no, go back. I'm coming now. Go back to your room. And then it was like that. So his love, I will say is greater love. And then I have a beloved now. I think he's also showing me a lot of greater love now. Because <laughs> even though he's in Mampong here, he, anytime he's in Accra, he comes to look for me. He tries to call me all the time. <laughs> yeah tries to call me all the time and I also visit him a lot here on the mountains so 
Greater love. Too nice. But I'm surprised I've not seen Mama Doro. Are you not surprised? Mama Doro, we don't have any testimony to give at all. Okay, let's go to the guys. Only two brothers. My name is um, Jesslip Kilebeji. Um, I've been in three relationships. And um, the first one was... Um, um, the first one was the lesser kind of love. And the last one was the greatest, like, greater kind of love. Um, the first one, um, the lady was going out with someone else. And I didn't know. And um, I went to propose to her. She was so nice. She was so pretty. So I proposed to her and uh, not knowing she was going out. So one time I found out that she was going out with a guy like they were going to have fun somewhere. So later I went to her and I was like, oh, I saw you with this guy. And I was like, she was like, oh, that's my guy. I was like, oh, why didn't you tell me? So that evening when I went back to my hall, I was so sad. I was so disturbed. So I was like, wow, can you imagine that when... Around 1 p.m., I fell from the top bed. The student, seriously, I nearly killed myself. Yeah. Well, what is the greater love like? The greater love, she, like, that lady was, um, was a what friend of mine. Like? What is she like? What is it like to experience greater love as a brother? Come again, please. Again. Greater love. Um, that one was more like she, she was in love with me, seriously in love with me. But she went to the States to pursue her masters. Is it like when she's in love with you? That's how, what we want. How is like she she was like I, I don't know what to say, but like she was she was more more in love with me, like, I, I don't know. Come again. <laughs> okay, she used to call me all the time. Try to. We sometimes call, like, talk for about two hours, three hours. Yeah. When she went to the stage, like, we used to talk for about three hours. Talk, like, we talked for, like, a long time. And, uh, you know, it got to a point, like, she was, like, she was not interested again. Because, I didn't know, she was, like, the um, distance relationship was not working for her. So, she, she had to, you know, quit. Hallelujah. My name is Frank Kamosesi. I'm usually known as Capsi. I've been into three relationships. And um, the first one was in JSS1. JSS1 to JSS2. And, and by the grace of God, I found myself to be in a fanciful school. So, as there's been the, the tradition that you've been in fanciful school there, everywhere you brighten up. So I also took it as an advantage for me. And by the grace of God, I got a very powerful sister in Wesley Girls High School. 
I thought I, I thought I found the greater love. Not knowing um and moreover to I was the old one who has set a record in Wesley Girls that it wasn't visiting Friday, it was on her birthday that I had a birthday party in Wesley Girls High School. Then I had a birthday party in Wesley Girls High School. And how it was planned? The greater love in my life is not me falling in love with a lady or anything. It's the day that I got saved. Through how I got saved, I was into organizing of parties. And um, there was a party that we had in June 2012, 8 June 2012, known as From Island. After the party, we hit money. So I bought a car with it. That's this motorway. I live in Tema. Tema Motorway, 2012. That we had a serious accident on it. One of my friends died. And by the grace of God, I got my life saved. So till then, that's, um, I've, I, I used to pass um, by, come to the lighthouse chapel there. That's Good Shepherd Cathedral, Bishop Johnny. So as... God saved me through that accident and gave me a second chance. Although I went into a coma, as I came back, I said, no, I've been given a second chance in life. God has given me another chance. I need not to mess up with it. So no matter what I'll do, my friends that I was in those stupid acts with, I'll also help them to be saved by knowing God. So I, got, I entered into the church, and on that day, Bishop Johnny, what he preached, he was just dialing my number. I thought someone has even reported me to him. So when he gave up the altar call, I couldn't wait. I just cried and went in front. On that day, I was the only one who gave his life to Christ. And since that day, my life has never been the same. And I give glory to God. Because that's the greater love of my life. And I know no lady will give me that greater love. On that day, I, I pray by the grace of God. The physical aspects I'll find in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Sorry. I'm Nidro Moore. Um, um, my um, badness started when I was in secondary school. The greater, the greater love, um, when I was in secondary school, I was a bad boy. I used to go to my girl's school then was Abri. I was in Presec. So I used to go to Abri a lot. I actually broke the record of going to a secondary school four times in one sem. And that was a sem before I wrote my Wasi. But the greater love, the greater love was on my birthday. That was last year when I came to the Kodesh. Um, one of the pastors um, spoke to me about a program and it changed my life. And just this um, Sunday was one year since um, um, I started becoming serious with God. And God has done a lot of things in my life. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, I've been in three relationships. Right, and the first, the, first, the first was after BEC. And the second was within the BEC. And third was... When I was in France Swim School, as my brother said over here, once you're in France Swim School, you have to get, I mean, you have to shine. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> but the greater, I had, I experienced low love and greater love. The low love, I know I never saw her before. I think I saw her once, and that was in GSS. And, and the greater love was the third one. Yeah, and she, she taught me how to talk on phone for hours. So that's the greater love that I experienced. Uh, hello. Um, please, my name is Michael Moore. And because time is not on my side, I would like to summarize it in a few. Yeah. I am a product of Healing Jesus Crusade. Um, I thank God for the life of Bishop Dagiwon Mills and Healing Jesus. Um, even the night, I mean, the day was 15 February. But on the 14th February, like, I remember I was very high. Like, I'm just talking about the greater love that God has shown me. I remember Bishop was standing and, and it was as if he knew, he knew it was me. He said, I, I see madness living now in Jesus' name. And that was when he was praying and I felt it was me. And, and I got so involved with drugs. My friends used to do codeine. They buy codeine from the drugstore. We used to mix it with Coca-Cola and I had, we boil wheat and we drink tea. Wheat tea. We boil it and the water that comes out is yellow. I knew people who had ecstasy pills. I mean, all the people I had around me were druggists and addicts. But I thank God that on the 15th of February, 2013, Bishop Dad came and preached about the rich man and, 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 and the, the Lazarus. He was burning. I mean, the rich man was burning, begging for a drop of water. And he kept saying, now, what are you going to do with all these drugs? What are you going to do with all these drugs? Bishop made the first altar call. I did not come. The second one, I was still there. He said, half and half, I was still there. And then he said, this is the final call. When you go to the airport, you hear KLM flights, this, this, that. And, 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 and he said that God is calling you from the back. It's like God gave you a chance. You did not come. And he's calling you again. And today, by the grace of God, my mother is serious in church. I prayed for her. She spoke in tongues. I prayed for my sister. She spoke in tongues. Nobody in my church was serious when it came to church. Because of my salvation, everyone in my life is gradually being touched. And I thank God for Bishop Daguerre. God bless you so much. Hallelujah. Yeah, my name is Thomas. And I had six girlfriends. I had other, other girlfriends, but then the serious ones were six. And I, had, I experienced the twisted love. I experienced greater love. I experienced low love. I experienced no love. Yeah, and the greater love was the first one. The first one. And she, she used to cook for me to eat. Yeah, I used to... Like, I, I, I really loved her a lot, and... I was always going to her house, always around her. She'll be cooking, I'll be helping her, and a lot of things. I used to go to the market with her. Yeah, but, but after all this, yeah, she, she, she just dumped me. Yeah. And, and the, the, the low love was the second girlfriend. Yeah, and I was actually, I, I really liked her. I really liked her, but she, she didn't show much love. She, she, she didn't, she didn't, she didn't used to call me. I was always calling her every day. Yeah, and, and the no love was the last girlfriend. Yeah, and for her, she, all that she wanted from me was sex. Yeah, yeah, all that she wanted from me was sex. 
Yeah, and 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 it it it, it actually happened on the first January, um, in 2012. Yeah, and we had it twice in a day, in my house and in her house. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, and, and the twisted love was actually we it, it was it was it was a distance relationship and I I I was just flowing with her because she told me she loved me. But she was always she had an attitude. She had an attitude that I, I, I can't really explain, but it was always pushing me back sometimes. And I was always trying to get closer to her but then because of that attitude it was always taking me away from her yeah and that's my testimony but i i i i i met i met a friend he's here he's called kofinti yeah if if you are here i i thank god so much for your life i met him he, he actually invited me to church lighthouse in bbne and i followed him to church and when i went to church the, the thing that made me stay in church was the pastor. He actually took my number and texted me the next day in the morning. And that made me stay in church. Yeah, and I thank God so much for, 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 for making a way for me. Yeah, amen. Wow. My name is Festus. And um, my story is a little bit contradictory, but I'll end it. Hallelujah. I remember walking around the National Theater one day and I met a lady. Then she spoke to me. I spoke to her. And then later she told me, I look confused. I was like, yeah, I'm very confused. I don't know where I know her from. She said, I'm your girlfriend. I had, I had, I had dated so many ladies. I remember dating two days. I can date you. I can just tell you I love you right now. It's like, when I turn to the next person, I'll go and tell the next person I love you. And I'll forget telling you that I love you. So I had plenty of girlfriends. So I remember one day, um, when I felt greater love, the first greater love I felt, I was, I received a text message from three ladies at the same time. And then it, it looks like they were friends and I was dating all of them together. And then um, they, uh, they, sent me, they sent me a text message at the same time that they are going to look for me and beat me mercilessly. And then I found there was a lady, their friend. She came in and began to comfort me. Like she was trying to speak to me to tell me that Charlie these things it is ladies stars because of what I have done and the way she treated me made me feel good it's like I had some feeling and I began to have some regard for ladies because of the way the ladies spoke to me and then later she even ended up becoming one of them did you go to Infantifem? no please okay no, please. And then I have had different types of... Yeah, so the greater love is what I have from the lady who came to comfort me. I remember she usually comes to my place 
she lived, she, she lived in my uh, neighborhood. She comes to my place sometimes early in the morning um, to talk to me. She, she, <laughs> she speaks to me like, she, she, um, from the beginning, she calls me my brother. This is my brother. I love you and I, I won't let anything bad happen to you. I remember when the ladies were coming to my place, they located me and they were coming to me. She went to call some guys in the neighborhood to go and tell them that if they don't know and they step, there's a junction we call. <laughs> it's I want him to continue. <laughs> Let me do Hallelujah. My name is Christian. I'm from Nigeria. I really, first of all, first of all, I, I really want to thank Bishop. Hello. I really want to thank Bishop for the, for the call he he responded when God spoke to him about opening, starting a vessel because I got saved through that vessel and I cannot forget the fact that it was through that vessel that I'm here today. And I want to thank God for the life of my shepherd, Pastor Isaiah, Zone 29. Everything you can think of like bad and bad, I've been involved. Like, he was saying like, he has smoked, he has taken drugs, codeine. I know all, all narcotic drugs I've been involved with. I've taken them all. Fornication, I've done that. I've done that. I even have a daughter. I have a child now. And I'm a political... Then, I was... Then, I was a political talk. It has never been any election that I'm not involved. And it was a, it's a long story, but I really want to just incise the whole story. So I got saved through the bustle, so... I'm thanking God for the life of that pastor. He took me to church. So I joined the vessel in my house. So the next Sunday, it was Saturday, so the next Sunday invited me to, to church. And I gave my life to Christ. And I made January 4th, January 4th, they shared some papers in the church that I should write what, people should write what they want God to do for them. So I wrote there that I want to be to be regular in church. I want to stay in this church. That I like this church. That I want God to establish me in this church. And since January 4th till now, I have not missed any service. And I have not missed my battle. And I'm, I really want to thank Bishop because today as I speak, I have given the opportunity to, to be called a shepherd. And I'm, I'm a shepherd in two battles. And I really want to thank Bishop for, for following and responding to the call of God in my life. And it's a, it's a privilege for me to even share this with you people. Well done, all of you.
Brand new heart. Oh. 
nobody else like you nobody else like you not my mother not my father not my sister not my brother nobody else will do that's why I love you there's nobody else like you and
Bye. 